With Alan Mosley. Guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. I am your host, Alan Mosley, and Blake. Yes. We missed you last week, buddy. Yes, you did. You had me replaced with some other guy. <laughs> yeah, weird some, long hair and a weird bedroom looking. Right, place. exactly so. Yeah, who was that guy? We well, we had guest hosts, yes. so I got demoted to Blake, and Blake <laughs> got demoted to stay home with the goats. It's such a demotion. <laughs> You know, you sound a little bit less than sincere, my man. I got to be honest with I, I, you. I'm, I'm, I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this, though, because there were people in chat last week that were saying, where's Blake? Yeah. yeah. So, well, so you were I missed. The show, let's be honest. I mean, it's all about me anyway. It is. It is. It is. It's, yeah. it's too late with, with Blake Osborne. Yeah. That's exactly right. It's, it's just too late for all of us, man. <sighs> it, it is too late. You know, this, this <laughs> week is a perfect week for why we named the show what it is. <laughs> True. So I was working on my book a little oh, bit this you? past weekend. Good. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm probably only about a fifth of the way done, so okay. it's it's still so far away that I can't comfortably say that, oh, this is when I'm targeting, you know, uh, to yeah. have it published. And but all at that. least you're writing, you know, that, that's a good thing. It, it is. Yeah. Well, you know, I used to write articles. Yeah, I, I used know. to write articles. I've been I've been published. I've been published yeah. by Lou Rockwell and, yeah. and Fee uh, Foundation right. Economic Education and by yeah. the Mises Institute. And I quit doing that. Why? Because it takes effort. I mean, <laughs> I, mean that's, that's, I mean, let's face it. I, when you compare the amount of content that we produce versus the amount of money that we make to do this, there's way more content than there is money. So yeah. I scaled way back on the content to be told. I feel like that's just life in general for everybody. Though. It, no, it's it's a little. But well, but you know, but in all seriousness, though, one reason was is because I had this idea for a book, and the book you you might be shocked to learn this, folks at home, that the book is is kind of irreverent and cynical and sarcastic. No shock and there. It's, and it's titled very similarly to the show. So the okay. show is It's Too Late with Alan Mosley, uh -huh. partly because it's a late night show uh -huh. and partly because none of, it doesn't matter. None yeah, of this matters. It's just too late. Which yeah. is ironic enough because <laughs> the name of the book is None of This Matters. There you go. Yeah. None of this. So you can look forward to uh, So I'll, I, I walk back a little bit earlier. I'm planning for by the end of the summer to have finished writing, I guess, the manuscript, and then we'll get it edited, and hopefully by the end of the year, it'll be out. Awesome. So you it's going to be None Good. of This Matters, A Political Guide for Apolitical People. There you go. Yeah. I like it. So, so coming to a... And I'll do I'll do the audiobook okay, because I yeah. do those. Yeah. So so it'll so you can download it on your phone and then right. never listen to it like most of us do. <laughs> and or you're you for can hire for audiobooks. <laughs> I mean, I guess and and I've had a lot of authors on this program. Yeah. And and I and I don't think I've ever asked this question before. You Blake, remind me of this the next time okay. we have one of sure. our author friends. Would you rather someone like illegally download your book and then read it? Or would you rather someone pay you for your book and then just 
throw it on the bookshelf and never read it. I got to be honest with you. I would rather have a million people pay me for my book and then just throw it in the trash. I don't care. <laughs> the way it works because right none now. of this matters. That's yeah, the whole point. <laughs> um, I tell you, there's a couple of things we're not going to do this week. Okay. We're not going to talk about the Rona. Okay. Okay. Sure. We're not going to talk Rona. about the cops. Okay. With sure. the exception of the meme of the week. We're, okay. we're, it, 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 it may be a little there bit police. There is that meme of the week, you know. Yeah, but but we're not going to do one about the police okay. or the riots or the Rona. Good, Because okay. just... Uh, How much of that do you want? I mean, for Pete's sake, it just goes on and on and on. And yeah, on. I mean, you just, you just can't do it anymore. I just right. can't do it. So, Everybody else is covering that, so let's do something different. Well, everyone else is wrong, too. Yeah. I mean, you know what, wrong. if if I'm going to say one quick thing before we take our first break, I've been really disappointed with some of the ice cold takes that I've seen from some folks that I have listened to their content in the past, or I have some level of respect for them as, as thinkers, as intellectuals. But I've seen some people have some really, I'm not going to name any names because that'll just like, like we can't further divide this audience. Any, like, right. you know how, like, like there's like the hypothetical of like you get to the atom and because because uh-huh. you can't split it anymore. Sure. Like we're at the atomic level when it comes to an audience <laughs> for this show, so we can't split the audience anymore. So I'm not going to name any names, but there's been a lot of people out there that I feel like have really missed missed the ball on a lot of this stuff. Gotcha. Whether whether it's whether it's they've been really particularly hard on just kind of the rioting, protesting in in general. And I'm not, and there's a lot of bad actors in that, but I've kind of avoided saying a lot of negative things about the rioting and protesting in general because there's there's good reason for people to be upset. Yeah. Now, they may not be upset at the right people for the right reasons. And we talked about that on the show on a bajillion episodes. Oh, yeah. But... Just, just, but the being upset makes perfect sense because there's a lot of wrong. There's a lot of injustice in the world. And so I feel like that people who spend too little time trying to, trying to guide that rage and anger in a, in a positive direction, or at least, at least point their ire at the right people and instead just bash the anger as an institution, they've really missed the ball here. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of people too, like when it comes to, and we're going to talk a, a segment a little bit later in the show about just a, a little bit about woke culture and, and corporations and how they just, and pandering, you know, like we have to make a statement on the Rona. We have to make a statement on social justice because we're a corporation and we're just pandering to our customers. Um, there's something to be said for that, but I had a really awesome conversation with, with a, a friend of the show recently, and, and, and basically the crux of the conversation was is that if you're one of these people that believes in the, quote, silent majority, then they're really also to blame for being so silent. If you, if you genuinely believe that the squeaky wheel gets the grease and that there's this minority of people that are easily offended, that make their voices heard, but it's, it's not proportional to the amount of people who actually feel that way. And because some really obnoxious Karens come along and say, I hate dominoes, for instance, you'll get that reference later, uh, because of something they said or did, then, then obviously Karen is wrong here. But if the silent majority doesn't agree with that, then they need to also make their voices heard so that, so that corporations, so that sponsors, so that ad people, so that marketeers, whatever, can, can, 
can understand that, well, you know, Karen might be really upset about this, but for every Karen, there's 10 people that say, dude, I just make my pizza. I don't care. Gotcha. So, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, and, and maybe that's a little bit of what we do on the, now I don't, I certainly don't speak for the majority because I don't think the majority understands freedom and liberty, doesn't care about freedom and liberty and really just wants to impose their will on others. I, I genuinely yeah. think most people think that way. They might not be willing to say it in those words, but they do think that way or their actions belie that. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I necessarily speak for the majority, but I do think that I, that I definitely understand those topics. I definitely hold liberty as a primary political virtue. I definitely hold positions I have, not just by the way the wind is blowing, but because I have those principles and I want to educate people on those principles. And I want to share my point of view so that maybe other people that can understand that can say, well, I get that. You don't have to agree with me on everything, but you can say, I, I get that. Um, and again, I, I've been disappointed that a lot of people in, in the public sphere, even those who oftentimes do agree with us on particular issues, have really, really just struck out when it comes to pointing, pointing their ire at the right things for the right reasons, helping to guide people based on principle and not using flowery language, not using like bumper sticker slogans don't work. Like this is not a bumper sticker show. And I get that we would probably have a million more viewers if we just said everything in bumper sticker slogans and shared memes and and dressed up in funny costumes and and made fun of people and and we and we do some funny things sometimes but that's I I've used the phrase before and and I've had people complain to me about this which all the meme lords out there can go visit euthanasia.com <laughs> the reason why the liberty movement doesn't work and it practically doesn't exist. The reason why you have a bunch of fakertarians who think they believe something but then fall way out of bounds on a whole bunch of issues is because their knowledge is only meme deep. I li- I love the phrase meme deep as opposed because yeah. it's skin deep. It's the same yeah, thing, yeah, but it's yeah. they read a meme, they thought it was funny, therefore I must identify with this. But they don't really get it. And since they don't really get it, then when the next funny meme comes along that is totally contradictory, off they go. Yep. They're all, and they're into another camp. So anyway, the monologue is supposed to be funny yep. and witty, and, and we're supposed is. to have like, like some Aunt Jemima references in it. And instead, I've used the whole monologue, and we're already over time by yeah, two minutes. Dark and broody, buddy. <laughs> but it's it's because y'all are retarded. That's the reason. No, no, no. If y'all oh, weren't so retarded and, and only re- and only laughed at memes and didn't actually read any articles or any books. Or, or view shows like this one, and you can't, you can't explain your positions, and you don't have any principles. So, I know my audience doesn't fall into that category. My audience. Don't. That's right. We get it. But it's all those other people. <laughs> we used to call them dick shitters. Hey, you but, can't say that. <laughs> yeah, but you can't say that on the show anymore. But those retarded dick shitters who just hey. don't get it. I don't even have a beep button, dude. What are you doing? I got no it's, beep beeps. Well, then, then it's beep, your fault, then, isn't beep. it? And then it's your fault, beep. then. Because you're not being, you're not doing your, you're supposed to have laugh tracks and a bleep button. How <laughs> many weeks has track. it been? We're Come like on. on to like episode 113 or something. It's been, it's been, it's too late now for like four <laughs> Way months. Way too long. <laughs> like six, no, it's been longer than that. It's basically been since, so January, February, March, April, May, June. So it's been six months. We've been doing this for six, does it feel like? 
It doesn't feel like six months. This is see now I'm. This having, has been a long year. <laughs> I've been ha- now I'm having this existential crisis thing again, where it feels like we've been doing this show for two weeks and it's been yeah. six months. No, I'm going to be dead in a few weeks. Maybe, maybe not. I'm. Thank you so much for agreeing with me, <laughs> guys. We'll be right back after this break. Don't go away. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Now, in the monologue, I may have made some comments about how people's knowledge of things only go meme deep. Yeah. And how that's bad. Yes. Hey, Blake. What? What time is it? It's time for... Meme of the Week. This is the, this is the cop's prayer. Lord, please grant me the strength to escalate weed stops into violence, the courage to shoot any dog that barks at me, and the wisdom to turn off my body camera before all of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that, my friends, is the end of the cop talk for this week. So if you're a thin blue liner, um, I know you're not watching the show, so I don't even know why I'm talking to them. So first of all, if you're a thin blue liner, go to euthanasia.com oh, to get the God. information you need to make the right choice for you. And second of all, we're done with talking about the cops for this week. We're done. Okay. Thank you. What do you mean? Thank you. <laughs> you know what's you know what's funny? Like you can't like you can't win for losing. No, is, you is, can't. Here's the thing: is like sometimes I'll get tired of a topic, like like the Rona or the cops or whatever, yeah. and I'll just say, you know, I feel like we've said all that that we can say on it, and I'm sure that there's some new outrage out there. But I but it, but like I've already got my thing. Yeah. And I've already said what I have to say. And I'm done, and yeah, I've moved on. So right. even though even though they may still do dick shittery things, I've it, my opinion is the same. So if you want to know what Alan thinks about the latest outrage, just go watch the previous episode because it's it's exactly it's, the same. It's there, yeah. With that said, with that said, you'll have people then then will write and say, "Oh, but I like that. You should you should say more about this." And I'm like, "But what else? But what else is there to say?" I've already, I've already, I've already yeah. said in, in a roundabout way that they should all go kill themselves. And I've already called them dick shitters. And I've already like put memes up here talking about how retarded they are. And like, I don't know what else, like, I feel like I've made my position pretty clear. And yet I will get a message like this very evening saying, but but did you see this one thing the cops did? You should talk about that. Like, but I could talk about that thing, but the result, like what you get out of it in terms of how I feel about it, in terms of what I think ought to be done, is the same as the last one and the one before that and the one before that and the one before that. Yeah. So the next time something happens that causes outrage, but it's related to a thing we've already covered, just go watch that episode again yeah. and just, just like, like bleep it for yourself. Like whenever I say, like say they kill Joe Bob and they, uh-huh. and the cops execute him in the street. So every time I say George Floyd, just say Joe Bob, where, Joe Bob. where George Floyd's name is. And it's, and you'll have my opinion about yeah. the thing. So there you go. Excellent. Next. I, I feel like 
I feel like in a roundabout way, I'm saying go back and watch reruns of the show. But yeah. let's be honest. How many of you guys have actually seen all 112 episodes of this show? Wow. Write in the comments below. I mean, Blake Blake hasn't even seen like six or seven episodes yeah, of the show. Yeah, there's a few I've missed and I'm on the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Beat so, my record. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what the beautiful thing about viewer mail is? What? Is that... Like as the weeks have gone on, we've we've gotten more and more interaction from uh-huh. more and more people like yes. leaving us viewer mail. Yeah. And in some sense that means we could weed it out and only use the best ones. Okay. But in another sense, I feel compelled to just answer them all. You, you, you have to. But yeah, I, I just have to answer them all because it's it's because this is the last part of the show that anyone's <laughs> tuned people. in. After this, everyone just turns the show off. So in order to get the maximum amount of, of minutes watched on yeah, my yeah. account. I have to make this segment longer. <laughs> I figured it out. We just won't have segments three and four anymore. We'll just do this one and then roll the credits. Yeah. You know what you need? What? You know what you need? What? Remember, uh, remember what was that? What was that old cartoon? That strong bad guy. Remember the little boxer dude? Remember he had the computer with the Compi 3000? He would answer viewer mail. It was like it was his whole shtick. Remember that? What was that? Something was all-star runner. Remember that all-star runner stuff? That was good stuff. So type at Blake Osborne in the chat of this live premiere that you can see on Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern time over at our page at uh, Funny Broke. Type at Blake Osborne and say, Blake, come on. Come on. Um, Let's answer the viewer mail, shall we? All right, wow. so we we actually have a crap ton of these to get through. So number one, uh, so so our friend Celeste writes, uh, dear Alan and Blake, are you afraid of bees? Blake, are you afraid of bees? Used to be terrified of bees. Really? Them suckers would fly, and I'd take off running down the road, and they'd chase me just because they saw this white blonde hair, and they would like, oh, a flower, you know. So 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 wait, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. So you're saying bees are racist? No, they're racist. No. No, Racist I'm going to tell you bees. what it is. This blonde hair you see right here, yeah. this gives off a UV bee-detecting light. When they see this, they think it's a flower, and they chase me, they come after me, and I have to run for my life. So so the bees aren't racist. You're racist. No, no. You're racist. No. I look like a great big flower to racist. them, and they just want to eat me. Racist. No. Uh, so Eric writes, Dear Alan and Blake, does a cat have a butt? I, I mean, I think... What? I mean... What kind of question is that? So cat, I mean, I, no, I think what he's trying to say is, I mean, we know they have an anus, but do they have a butt? I mean, I think that they, yes. I mean, I still technically think that's a butt. Move on. Uh, Daniel writes, Dear Alan and Blake, what is your favorite goat and why is it curry? So Blake, I, yeah. I just want to, I just want to warn you, buddy, because <sighs> there was actually like seven of these comments uh-huh. and I just picked yeah. this one. Uh, okay. A lot of people desperately want you to eat your goats and I, tell us what it tastes like. I am like. not going to eat a goat. Your goats are not eating goats. They're them. Let, let me, let me phrase this. Okay. okay. When you, okay. when you pay a lot of money for uh-huh. a certain kind of goat, let's just akin this to a car. You okay. go ahead, you buy a Cadillac, drive mm-hmm. it off the lot with the intent to smash it. It's the same thing. These are not little $5 goats you make burgers out of, okay? These are dairy goats, and they're very expensive. <laughs> racist. No. It's unbelievable. What's racist. racist about that? Uh, Andrew writes, <laughs> uh, Dear Alan and Blake, what if there were no hypothetical situations? So this is, this is our weekly 
uh, Andrew Avery trying to leave us a pun. Um, and my answer is, Andrew, I'm sure you could figure it out. Uh, <laughs> Michelle from Nashville, all from Nashville, oh, writes wow, us, uh, Dear Alan and Blake, who are you voting for? <laughs> Voting. <laughs> what is that? Uh, I, I'm not going to perpetuate my, my own oppression. Yeah, I voted once. It didn't turn out very well. Who, okay. okay. Who would you last <laughs> vote for, Blake? This was before I before I become became woke, right? Before I became oh, okay, okay. a student of your knowledge. Okay, okay, okay. The Trump man. You voted for Trump? Mm, Are you going to vote for I Trump sure again? Did. No. Okay. I'm not going to vote. <laughs> All right. Well, it didn't do any your, good. <laughs> your penance then for having voted for Trump the first time is to go get a goat burger and tell everyone no how you think about it. No. Uh, Aaron writes, uh, dear Alan and Blake, if the LP is is the most ethical platform, why do they self sabotage every election cycle? So we don't really do a lot of talking about them buzzwords like libertarian and anarchy and stuff on yeah. the show anymore. Um, and it's, it's because like all seven, if all 17 libertarians on earth liked the show, which they don't because I'm too libertarian for them, then I still only have 17 viewers. But anyway, um, I'm actually going to answer this question for Aaron. So if the LP is the most ethical platform, why do they self-sabotage every election cycle? So the, the problem really comes with what is the purpose of the LP? And there's, there's two different schools of thought. There is trying to win elections. And then there is trying to spread a message. And I mean, and I suppose one could try to do both. But in my mind, you really need to focus on one of these two things. So this, this, this show does not talk about a lot of politicians. We don't support a bunch of politicians. All of you people that send me like Joe Bob for city council, I, I, I delete all those requests because we don't support politicians on this program. Um, but the LP is the Libertarian Party. They're a political party. The purpose of political parties is to promote political candidates. And if, and if that is your school of thought, then, then they're trying their best to win votes. But like being, being very principled and understanding liberty and free markets and non-aggression, that's no way to get votes in the United States of America because Americans don't give a crap about any of those things. They, they, they want whoever's going to pander hardest to them and promise them the most goody stuff. So by that logic, there's, so again, there's the camp of we're trying to win elections and to win elections, you're going to stray away from what I believe is the right message. But then you have, here's the message. And if you're trying to spread the message, then you're going to be uncompromising. You're going to be, uh, you're going to be solid on all of the issues that matter most from the libertarian perspective. That's not going to win you any elections. So when you have these competing schools of thought, you're, for one, that just won't work. And two, and I've said this on the program many times, the system is not made to be reformed. The system wasn't designed so that it could be fixed, so that, so that some free-thinking individual could run for election and win and change the world. The, the, the system was never made that way. It was made to consolidate power and control. And the people that have that power and control have no interest in third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth parties having any type of say. That's just how it is. So for one, they're never going to win anyway. And two, the only chance they would have to win is to abandon the message or you go hard on the message and abandon your chance to win. So there you go. Uh, 
Dave, Dave Willimowski. So one of our two co-hosts from last week. So yeah. the Willimowskis, Dave and Mary uh-huh. from Liberty Late Night, they were the hosts last week. Yep. Dave writes us, are Fig Newtons really even technically cookies? Aha! Aha! So we have our first food question of the day, and I'm actually going to default to the horse's mouth. Blake, roll the clip. A proper gentleman eats one cookie at a time. But these aren't cookies. They're Newtons. Well, we can't be proper all the time, now can we? A cookie is just a cookie, but fat-free Newtons are fruit and cake. So there you go. A Fig Newton is not a cookie. It's fruit and cake. Yeah. There you go. Did you not know that? Now you know. (laughs) I missed Uh, the apple and the strawberry versions, though. You know what? Commercials used to be so much better. They were great then, Yeah, I know. Like, like I'm not saying that that commercial is just Mm -hmm. the most amazing thing I've ever seen, but it works. It's a (laughs) good, it is. It's a good commercial. Uh, Lyle writes us, Dear Alan and Blake, what's your two-year plan to make the world better? (laughs) (laughs) You first. (laughs) Um, So I don't. So I don't have a two-year plan to make the world better. I do have a two-year plan to make me better. <laughs> I think if everyone was focused on, I mean, if you if you're one if you're one of our folks who believe in free markets and capitalism, and you believe that people are pursuing their own self-interests ultimately makes society better, then you should have a two-year plan to make yourself better, and and then by extension, you're you're improving the lives and livelihood of yourself and your loved ones. Then. Um, then there is no real two-year plan to make the world better. I'll tell you what, I've said this many a time. Look, if I, if, if, if I actually was able to get a whole bunch of people to go over to my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Mosley, and, and give me a bunch of money. Look, if I was making good money doing this show, or let's, let's say I, I win the lottery. Like, I, I win the Powerball. I got $500 million in the bank. I genuinely would be figuring out clever ways to give away all that money. I really, I would spend the whole rest of my life living probably fairly modestly for a man who has $500 million and figuring out lots of exciting ways to give that money away. Um, I don't have that money right now, but if you guys go to our Patreon or find, find me, find me on Facebook and say, Hey, Alan, give me your address. I need to send you a bunch of cash or gold coins or Bitcoin or whatever. Um, I would. I would definitely do that. But as it stands today, my two-year plan is to improve my life and improve. I mean, dude, I'm getting married. I'm about to have no money anyway, right, Blake? Hey, you know, that's just how it goes down. I've been married for a long time. I haven't had money for years. You you had money and no no wife, and now you have wife and no money. There you go. Actually, you know, wife gets money. Sorry, dude. Be ready. So, so everyone write at Blake Osborne in the chat and say, why do you hate women? So there you go. I do not hate women. Uh, Jonathan writes, uh, dear Alan and Blake is Chaz an exercise in freedom. And Jesse also writes, guess the outcome of Chaz. So they're talking about the Capitol Hill autonomous zone. It's up there in Seattle. So I'm going to combine these two, uh, two together. So it is technically, so I would technically describe it as an exercise in freedom of the people who are wanting to exercise it, but they're wanting to exercise it in their image, be damned any of the other people that get caught up in it. Um, so, I mean, every, every exercise is an exercise in freedom for the individual exercising it. Now, whether or not that freedom is applied to anyone else, that's neither here nor there, right? Um, and guess the outcome of Chaz. Now, here's the thing, and I've seen other people make this comment before. If Chaz were a bunch of um, 
what's what's the word uh, right wing extremists that had cornered off a section of a city and said this is ours now and we're going to run it the way we want they would have been wacoed like five minutes oh, later yeah. dude oh, yeah. they would have went in there and rat a tat tat all them mfers <laughs> dude, like 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 we know this we've seen can. examples Oh, yeah. But since there are these crazy leftists that for whatever reason, the powers, I mean, I guess there's just enough leftists that have, that have gotten their tentacles into different levels of government and whatever, uh, or just maybe bad optics. Like the, I guess because a bunch of leftists are in there and they're figuring, well, we want to have a PR win, so we don't want to be on TV mowing them all down. But I, dude, I'm telling you, if it were a bunch of crazy right-wingers, they would have been painted as, as racist and terrorists and whatever, and they would have already sent the National Guard in there, dude. So I'm not saying that that is what's going to happen to them. I'm saying that that, but it it will it will collapse in in spectacular fashion in the very near future. Because at the end of the day, that's not theirs. That that yeah. that property belongs either to the city or to other uh-huh. people. It's going to be taken back. I don't think it'll be taken back. I think it will be taken back violently, but not violently as in murdering every man, woman, and child inside the zone. I think it's just going to fall apart. Yeah, it's going to fall apart. I think they're just going to like slowly quit and just dissolve. Chaz is going to be conquered by the United States. Now, whether that conquering (laughs) comes in the form of them just saying, all right, we give up, or it comes in the form of Ruby Ridge, time will tell. Uh, Ryan uh, writes, a steer Alan and Blake. Do snakes get to the center of a Tootsie Pop twice as fast because they have a forked tongue? It's basically like having two tongues. Yes. So I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to say no on this. And the reason is, is because I don't, think it's the, it's, it's, I don't think it's the number of tongues or how your tongue is shaped. I think it's how big your tongue is. Am I right, ladies? So anyway, and finally, I, I need a cricket sound effect. Where's that cricket? Sound I hate you. I, why? Where? No. Where's? Where's our? Where's our laugh track that we were supposed to have like, like I six said, months I ago? I have your laugh track right now. You're awful, dude. I'm working on the computer, man. You're it's a racist. Over here on the couch. Racist. Come on. Racist. <laughs> and finally, Jeff writes us, dear Alan and Blake, if you find a tick on yourself, do you get ticked off? So Jeff, we already have our resident pun expert. That's Andrew Jeez. Avery. So quit moving in on his territory. You are that that's that is antithetical to freedom and liberty to try to be moving in on the claim that Andrew has clearly staked. So Jeff, how dare you? Jeff's probably a racist. Probably, it's probably a Nazi. It's probably yeah. a white supremacist. That's the modern. That, that's the modern probably. cut down, right? You know, I don't. I don't that's... know for certain, but probably. <laughs> So since it's probably since so since I don't know that means it's probably true but you should still check out Jeff Johnson's The Boomer Report. There you go. That's yeah, excellent show. Whew. The the sh- we're practically done with our runtime for this week and we haven't even, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even But in my so defense it's because it's because we have so much more viewer mail which means people actually care to send us viewer mail. Yeah. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe there's hope for us. Maybe there is. <laughs> I'm not feeling very hopeful this week but maybe there is. We will be right back after this break. Don't go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at alan at funnybroke.com. (laughs) 
So I feel compelled now that we've done like half an hour of show and haven't gotten to any of the topics to kind of, you know. Move along. <laughs> you, you should have one of those. You should have the little, you know. Like the blinking, the blinking little time thing or whatever. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're so so again. Really, this is all your fault as well. No, it's not my fault. It is. This is all your fault. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to move on. Supreme Court says gay transgender workers protected by federal law forbidding discrimination. So this article that I'm referencing is from Robert Barnes over at uh, Washington Post. Um, So by the way, I want to mention SCOTUS ruled on a few things this past weekend. One thing they did not decide to look at was qualified immunity. Despite all the information out there, despite all the current events, despite all the police brutality, despite the Constitution guaranteeing your right to be able to to sue for redress of your grievances, particularly against people who have uh, done some sort of assault or violated your rights, despite all of that, despite this very show talking about qualified immunity just a couple of weeks ago, the Supreme Court has decided, nah, we're going to take a pass on qualified immunity. But what they did decide to rule on is, by goodness, you can't make your hiring and firing practices based on whether or not someone's gay or transgender. Because that's really, really important. So I want to talk about this a little bit. Supreme Court ruled Monday that a landmark federal civil rights law from the 1960s protects gay and transgender workers, a watershed ruling for LGBTQ rights written by one of the court's most conservative justices. Imagine that. Imagine that. So this is, so first of all, I'm going to take a quick break to pause and target the people, the defensive voters out there. You cucks, you defensive voters out there who say, well, look, I don't really like Joe or Bob, but I got to vote this one way because, you know, we got to get the appointees in there. We got to think about the Supreme Court. We got to pack it with the judges we want who are going to think the way we think. And then you do that and then you just get more of the same, just this unprincipled, everything is always moving in one direction. Uh, you know, conservatives are just progressives driving the speed limit. Everything's ever moving leftward. It doesn't matter who you vote for, ladies and gentlemen. Get that nonsense out of your head. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. I actually cover this very topic in the book I'm writing, and I'm going to take the same stance there as I'm taking here. There's going to be people out there going to say, wait a minute, Alan, come on. Like, look, we are against people. I, 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 I hate racism. I hate discrimination against anyone based on race, religion, creed, orientation, whatever. So, so why is this a bad thing? I'll tell you why it's a bad thing. They're codifying into law the inability for a business owner to discriminate. Now, that's a funny thing. Because I believe in private property. I believe in property rights. I believe you can't be a libertarian. And you, you can't understand liberty at all if you don't believe in property rights. All rights are property rights because you own yourself. And, and from that springs eternal everything. But here's the thing. So there's two problems. One, it's the, it's, this is the Supreme Court ruling on this. It's happening at the very top. It's happening at the federal level. And so the precedent is being set that we have ruled on this plebs and it will trickle on down from there down to the state and local level. We have decided this is the way things will be and everyone must adhere to this because federal supremacy, yada, yada, yada. Now that, that doesn't, if you, so if you believe in federalism, if you believe in republicanism, if you believe in original intent and all those magical pixie dust things from the constitution, and, and I'm not saying I do, I'm just simply saying that if you fall into that camp, then you should be against this sort of ruling. Now, if you don't fall into that camp, but you do fall into the camp of, well, I I think discrimination is abhorrent. 
say two things about that. One, we all discriminate. You discriminate every day. Now, whether or not you like Coke or Pepsi, you're discriminating against one in favor of the other. But that's okay. The word discriminate has this connotation with it of racial discrimination or, you know, ethnic discrimination. And, and, and you know what, ladies and gentlemen, there's people that do that too. And that will always exist. But here's the thing. I know that there's people out there, there's libertarians and hard quotations who are perfectly fine with a ruling like this because, I mean, hey, I, I, I agree with, with the sentiment that's being expressed. I'm perfectly fine with the government enforcing it at the end of a gun, which if you believe that, you're not, you're not, you're not a libertarian. But anyway, there's people out there that are going to say, well, Alan, here's the thing. Maybe I get in principle what you're trying to say. But, you know, you're going to be alone out there on the end of that branch with your principles. And, and this, isn't, this isn't a digestible message that we can share with folks who maybe don't ideologically line up with us, but we're, tr- we're, we're trying to share our point of view. How can we make this better? Because you're, you're losing everyone. Let me tell you how I've shared this with people, that when I go into the conversation, I know that they are not ideologically on the same level as I am. Is, as I say this, Say, say, say you're talking to someone who is one of these protected classes, which there shouldn't be such a thing as a protected class, neither here nor there. Say you're talking to someone who is gay or transgender. Say you're talking to someone who is black and the evil diner owner across the street has a sign up that says no blacks allowed and that's abhorrent and I want him done away with. Well, for one, it says something about you that you're willing to use the state's power when it's convenient for you. If I can just figure out a way to harness the state's power to point its guns at that guy because I don't like him, I'm not sure you're a lot better person than he is. But beyond that even, it puts him in hiding because if the guy who owns the diner across the street is an abhorrent racist and he has up his sign saying no blacks allowed or he wants to fire his waitress because she's gay or a, tra- or a transgender and he won't hire them. And then you pass a law that says he has to or has not to, depending on how it, how it plays out. Then he's still the same person. Just because you've codified it into law hasn't magically changed his mind. If anything, you've made him more bitter and angry, and he's probably going to be more likely to double down on his discriminatory beliefs. And as abhorrent as they are, and we can disagree and we can say that that person's beliefs are abhorrent and we don't think that you should not allow people at the front of your diner based on, say, the color of their skin. But when you force them that they can't, then they're still the same. You just don't know it. So now when you go to eat, now when you proudly walk in and say, ha ha, I get to eat at the front of this diner, even though I am, say, a black man and you can't stop me. But you're now giving your money to him. That doesn't make any sense to me. I would rather the most abhorrent among us, I would rather the most racially or ethnically or sexually discriminatory people be as out in the open as they can possibly be. Let the marketplace of ideas battle it out and determine who the victor is. And you know what? If there's enough people out there that that share the type of views that that person shares, that they're able to run a successful business, 
then more's the better for them. They've got they've got a place for them. This this you want to talk about social distancing? This is social distancing, ladies and gentlemen. All the discriminatory people that hate blacks or Jews or gays and want to pride, proudly hang signs saying that they don't service those people in their diner across the street, they can all go eat there. And they will be amongst like-minded folks as them and they'll be away from us. And and the best part is you will know I'm not going to go there and spend my money because I'm not going to give a dime to that SOB. And vice versa. If you want to open a diner across the street and says, that guy is a dick shitter and we welcome everyone. For one, I bet your diner is going to have more business than the other guys because surprise, surprise, I I think you'll find that, that most people are not Nazis as you like to paint them as such. But then again, you will be with like-minded people as yourself that proudly exclaim that they, I am not like those people. But instead of using the power of the state to point their guns at one another to determine who the winners and losers are, you can win for yourself by just simply disassociating from those people. You know, I can't stress enough, and this, and this applies to a lot of different topics as well. Disas- the right of association is the same thing as the right, gives you the right of disassociation. You have to be allowed to disassociate from people you don't want to be associated with. And that's a very important thing. And maybe you're disassociating from people because you're just an abhorrent racist and you don't want to have anyone who doesn't look like you in your diner. Okay. But this is also going to mean that you can disassociate. But if you're the opposite of that, if you're one of us and you would never make decisions based on the color of someone's skin, but rather on the content of their character then you can disassociate from those people who are not like us. And that's a good thing. It's, it's secession at every level of society. And that's, I know that's a boogie word, but that's, we got we to bring it back into the national consciousness. Secession does not mean you're a racist. Maybe in this case, secession means you're getting away from the racists. But when you, when you put that power into the hands of government and, and, and with law and with the courts, you're going to decide for everyone this is how it will be. All you're doing is, is making people more embittered. You're going to make the worst elements double down on it. And they're, going to, they're always going to figure out ways to make their voices heard. I would rather them make their voices heard to each other over there. You make that harder with rulings like this. So you can type at Alan Mosley in the chat and say, but Alan, why do you hate black people? Alan, why do you hate gays? I hate everybody equally, I guess. Jeez. Don't jeez me. I'm trying to end on a funnier note so we can go to the last commercial. Don't, don't even, no, just don't even. I don't know. Don't, don't even. I, I, you know how, you know what I love most about you, Blake? What? Whenever we get, whenever we get on a really like, serious tangent uh-huh. you never flip the camera back to you because you're like oh, no, oh no, no. man i don't want to no. know <laughs> so see so see you're disassociating from me no, live no, on no, air no no I'm, I'm just i'm over here coughing and hacking and just trying to stay quiet let you do y'all thing commercial break yes sir let's take a commercial break
There it is. There I was, it is. I was worried there for a second. No, I didn't hear it first. You know, we actually have people in the chat now go, oh. Yes, sir. It, yeah. You know what? You remember that one week where we were running late, so we skipped uh-huh. this segment? We skipped uh-huh. the final yeah, yeah, yeah. guest segment? I think that was like the worst episode ever. Gosh, they were done with this one Yeah. Thing. Oh, Shoot. yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm done with is anybody who makes like very important market decisions based on what a logo looks like. Really? I, this is, this was not originally part of the show. I shoehorned this in at the last minute because I saw this when I woke up this morning on Twitter and thought, oh my God, what, what has happened to society? Aunt Jemima, Aunt Jemima brand to change name, remove image that Quaker says is quote based on a racial stereotype. We recognize Aunt Jemima's origins are based on a racial stereotype, Quaker Oats said, adding that the move is an effort toward progress on racial equality. Before I even say anything about this, I love that that the parent companies, though, is Quaker Oats. Quaker. Yeah. So it's, is it still okay to have the Quaker on there? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't even think about that. It's this just this moment. Too. So yeah. it's, it's so the... What is this? Is this virtue signaling? Is that what they call it? I don't, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't even, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter. The point I, I saw, I saw Eric July had tweeted. The only reason I knew what this was is that I saw a tweet from him that said that if the black lady ain't on it, I don't want it. And, and I was like, what's he talking about? And it's this, it's this crap right here. What about Mrs. Oh. Butterworth? Is she black or white? I don't know. I think she's black. Or is, or is Miss, is Miss Butterworth still a thing? I don't know. Yeah, that's a great question. Because I, I mean, that that like that. the whole bottle is I, I Mrs. Butterworth. This is know. just the picture. Jeez, I don't know, man. Gosh. Like it's just, <laughs> I've actually got two different articles shoehorned into this together. So go ahead and pull up the second one. <laughs> oh. Woke warriors try to cancel Domino's over eight-year-old thank you tweet to White House press secretary. So that so just to really quick to explain that one, this is an eight-year-old tweet from the press secretary who, I mean, she wasn't the press secretary at the time who said, I love Domino's more than any other pizza. And Domino's said, Hey, thanks. And that was it. And so people, this shows you like the links that people will go to. The people are searching through your search history. Like people are like searching archives. through your social media history. <laughs> They're searching your eight year old tweets to see if they can find something you said or posted that they can consider objectionable and then bring it up as reason to have you canceled, as they say, cancel culture. <laughs> that must just be exhausting. I mean, do, do they have like whole firms doing this? I like, mean, there like has to be. floors of buildings of people sitting at computers just researching your past trying. If so, we're all, we're all toast. We're all stewed buttwads. There's just no way. I mean, it just... <sighs> Like, I, I don't even know if I, like, I have a take on this, but I feel like my take is really just more that I feel sorry for these people because that must be exhausting. Yeah. It must be a very tired, thankless life to feel like you must. Yeah. That I find someone that I consider an enemy today. I don't like Blake and I can't find anything that Blake said or did in the last 10 minutes that I don't like. (laughs) So I'm going to spend hours of my day searching through everything Blake has ever said or done to see if I can find something that I find objectionable. Then I will come yank it out of the memory hole and post it, it as is. if it's brand news, brand new breaking news and tell everyone, aha, this look guys, guy. I told you about that Blake. This is who he is. 
I'm more offended by the fact that she's thanking Domino's for being so, Domino's sucks. <laughs> oh God. Domino's is terrible. I know, I know we've ruined our chance to have a Domino's sponsorship. <laughs> Domino's is just cardboard, dude. I, I'm more, I'm, so I'm opinion. offended by the fact that she thinks that Domino's is the best pizza when like any mom or pop pizza place out there is going to be better than any chain place. And most of the chains are better than Domino's. Like Jets is better than Domino's. I like Little Caesars more than Domino's. That really tells you something. A lot of people don't like Little Caesars. I say that for one, it's not bad. And two, for $5, hey, I like Little Caesars. <laughs> Dude, Domino's blows, man. Man. I'm more offend, like I'm more upset that she likes Domino's than I am upset that she's like a conservative pundit who said something to Domino's. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just as irrational as the rest. But the point being is, is that okay? So police brutality, right? Yeah. Drug war. Yeah. Qualified immunity. Uh huh. Um, bajillions of military bases overseas. Uh-huh. Uh War in Iraq, Afghanistan. Yeah. Yemen. Uh-huh. Libya, Syria, uh, Kosovo, Korea, uh-huh. Vietnam. Keep going. Um, uh, you, you know, uh, what was like a, a victimless crimes, a complete reform of the justice, systemic racism, as some people would say. All of these issues, the consolidation of power in the hands of the few, elite pedophile rings that run the country, Epstein didn't kill himself. There's all of these things in the world of which to be concerned about, perhaps outraged about. Perhaps you want to bring to the front of the social consciousness. But since none of that, since you don't really care about any of that, like let's like let's let's be honest. Since you don't really care about brown people overseas, you don't really care about the bombings that Trump has done or Obama or Bush or Clinton and on and on and on. Since you don't really care about any of those people, since you don't really care about the police state, since you don't, because it doesn't really affect you and your own personal neighborhood, since you don't really care about the uh, overwhelming amount of power that the federal government wields, since you don't really care about balanced budgets or uh, national debt, since you don't really care about any of that, let's get mad about Aunt Jemima. <laughs> I don't really have links. anything else to say on this other than yeah. other than just. Like I shake my head at these, that's all I can muster. All I can muster is to shake my head at these people to, to implore them to find a little bit better cause to be outraged about than this. Cause, cause there's plenty, there's plenty, there's no lack of injustice in the world. And I rank quite a bit of it, a little bit higher on the list than Domino's and Aunt Jemima. I really do. Yeah. Um, and then finally I pity these people cause it just must be exhausting to, line up everyone on lists of friends and enemies, and then for on the enemies list to go digging through everything every single one of your enemies has ever said or done. Look, there's people in this world I consider an enemy, and it is not hard. You know, John Bolton's an enemy. Jeff Sessions is an enemy. Donald Trump's an enemy. Barack Obama's an enemy. And it is easy to find things these people have said or done that is wrong, that is abhorrent, that is ethically and morally reprehensible. It doesn't take any digging. I don't need to go digging through dominoes. I don't need to go digging for Aunt Jemima. None of this matters. That's why the book's called that, you know. None of this matters. Like all, like none of this matters. That list of stuff I I read out. That that, that stuff matters. matters. None of this matters. None of that matters. 
But you won't find any of that list of things on Twitter trending today. No. But you will find Aunt Jemima trending on Twitter today. Yeah. Like, the, the protests are still going on. Like, uh-huh. right now, there's still riots happening in certain parts of the country. And yet, the drug war is not trending on Twitter. Yeah. But Domino's is trending on Twitter. Jeez. Well, what do you, what, what do you expect from a bunch of twits? Have you been waiting a long time to use that one? I took everything I had to come up with. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? <laughs> I'll I'll let it go. I'll I will dig this episode out eight years from now and say, look how cringy Blake was. That's what I'm going to do. You so mark no it on your calendars. How, how hard what's, it is for me to do this? It's it's June seventeenth, twenty twenty at at your time, because uh, this is live, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, sure, all day. Yeah. This show has gone way off the rails. Like it's it's in in my defense, it's not my fault. It's 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 Aunt Jemima's fault. Yes, absolutely. Of course, you would agree with that. You're a racist. I'm not a racist. You're a racist. No. So someone in chat. This is actually a genuine question. I'm going to bring this full circle before we okay. go to our last break. Can someone in chat explain to me in the in that very article talking about Aunt Jemima how it's not ironic that in the very first byline. They're talking about Quaker Oats. And there's no outrage over that. So at Alan and Mosley, why Quaker lives don't matter. Quaker lives matter. It's, it's, you're, you're stereotyping those poor people. Yeah. I really hope we have an actual Quaker in chat. I really hope we have an actual Quaker in chat who can tell us either, either how abhorrently racist Alan is or... That he doesn't care. So if you're a Quaker in chat, let everyone know. We're going to take a last commercial break. Don't go away. Like us on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash funnybroke. You can follow me on Twitter. Twitter is at Alan M. Mosley. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash funnybroke. I've gotten into the habit while, like literally while we're doing the show to like check my phone really quick just to see... Like I wonder if some other ridiculously oh, yeah. outrageous thing has happened. Oh, yeah. Literally in the... Th- 
hour it took us to do the show. I, yeah. I, I totally know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, any minute. Yeah. Any, any like yeah. By the time any we're second. before we even edit this yeah. this clip, it's already going to be yeah. Yeah, but I, S- something epic is going to happen in the next five minutes. You just know. It. I hope someone gets Quaker Oats trending. That would be great to, to talk about the Quaker. Yeah. I really do. Well, jeez. Jeez, none of this matters. It's, it's too late. Beetlejuice is going to explode in the sky and no one else matters. Right. Beetlejuice? Where did yeah. that come from? Eh, another thing trending. If you follow science, you know that star way up there in the mm-hmm. top of Orion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That bad boy's going to blow up sometime in the next few years. It's going to light up the sky pretty good. Could be pretty cool if you're into that sort of thing. But nothing else matters. Wasn't there a song? Nothing else matters. Who was that by? Remember that? All I'm thinking right now is is that I I I know you well enough to know that you're thinking there can't be awkward silence. No. So you're just filling it up. I'm I refusing to speak. I'm just sitting here. No. And you're filling up all the awkward silence. <laughs> so I'm 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 gonna see how long you talk if I just sit here and do nothing. It's like a staring contest. Guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of It's Too Late with Alan Mosley, and we will see you next week.